Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. We are so, so glad you are here for another fun episode and kind of a quick episode, I think. Another, another a quick episode. Here we quick go. Quick episode. Yeah. Guys, thank you for one, listening, two, reviewing. Yeah. saw another review come through. Oh, yeah. I wanted to read this review by Mark P2. We really love you, Mark P2. He says, great show, great value. He says, weekly content delivered to my podcast app on growing my creative business. Joey and Christy, you two are so good at over-delivering with value, which LOL. A little bit of a funny review. It's going to be very ironic for our (laughs) podcast today, as you will find. But he continues to say, thank you for this. My business will never be the same. So sweet, Mark. Funny because today's podcast is on over-delivering, as you know, because you clicked on it. However, guys, thank you so much for reviewing. Mark, cheers to you, man. I wish maybe that is your Instagram name. We'll look you up after this. If it's not, we love when you review and you give us your name so we can actually DM you and thank you. Not saying we do this for everybody, but last week when we read a review, we literally found her on Instagram, messaged her and gifted her a couple hundred dollar course from us just to say thank you. So Just little um, random things. A little random thing to say thank you. But we love reviews. Why? Because they go to the show. If you could take two minutes out of your day, we'd so appreciate it. We know your time's valuable, so it only takes two minutes. Go down to the bottom of this episode, click on our show, click on Apple podcast rating just leave us a quick rating and uh, we'd be so appreciative of it because it helps us grow the show helps more people just like you hear about the show and more people just like you learn how to break the creative struggle so yeah thank you so much for reviewing in uh, advance Uh, we really do appreciate it and if you've gotten any value out of this it's a great way to just help us out so thank you thank you thank you now today's topic is all about over delivering and kind of a little bit of a clickbaity type thing that i love to say about this is why less value is actually more value for your clients and why more value is actually sometimes less value for your clients, right? And you might think I sound crazy, but there's actual tactical merit to it. And I never use the word merit. I've used it twice on the last two podcasts. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know why, but merit. We all have words we say when Word we're like speaking two on weeks. things. But um, yeah, merit, guys. It There is some tactical merit, some tactical reasoning to why we are saying that. So how you structure the value you're actually giving to somebody determines the value, right? Mm-hmm. And when you massively overload the value, sometimes the value is diminished. When you underload the value, it's more scarce. And sometimes the value is perceived to be more valuable. And in, in a lot of like very logical, realistic senses. Sometimes that valuable is more useful because it's it's more scarce. There's less of it. Therefore, it's sometimes easier to manage and use, which we're going to get into in this podcast. Yeah. But a great example of this outside of the creative space is like a Bugatti, right? They only make a certain amount of Bugattis every year. Not a huge car guy. But if they only make a certain amount of Bugattis every single year, when they go to sell a Bugatti, it's a lot more valuable, right? It's perceived to be more valuable because the limit, the supply is actually scarce, right? It's a limited supply. So again, this proves that what you do can be devalued by oversupplying and undersupplying can actually drive value up on what you're doing. So how does that relate to your creative business? Well, it relates to your creative business in a lot of ways. Uh, But there's a couple problems that we see, you know, kind of happen when it comes to yeah, people devaluing. Themselves. Totally. And we're not saying rip off your clients. We're not saying, oh, no, the opposite. carve out all the value, like yeah, carve out in a bad way all the value and only give them a little bit so they'll think it's more scarce, therefore more valuable. The problem is though, we see way too many creatives go on the polar opposite end where they give way too much value to their clients and it actually hurts them 
And it also actually hurts their clients when you really think about it. So we're going to give you kind of the four situations of what actually happens negatively when you over deliver. Now, really appreciate Mark's review, but when you over deliver in the sense of value for your services. So number one is when you don't determine the value cap, aka like where the value ends, you can't over deliver in a good way, right? You can't over deliver in like an experience type of way. The example of this would be like if you are a wedding photographer and you're like, hey, you don't give, here's how many images I'm going to give you. Or you say, well, I'm just insecure. So I'm going to say that I give them like 800 images when really you only usually give around 600, right? But you're going to say like, oh, I'm going to either tell them I'm giving them way more than they probably need, or I'm just not even listing anything to begin with. Then when you do end up over delivering in like a kind way of like 800 images, they have no idea, right? Like they would have absolutely no idea if you don't say what it is. If you do not determine the actual value, then you cannot over deliver and give your clients a really great experience. They'll just be like, oh, well, that's, I guess, what is normal and what to be expected where you're like, oh, I've been over backwards to make this happen for them in order to go above and beyond for all of your clients then really it's really hard to over deliver. hundred percent. It's such a great point. And like a brand example of that is if you do like, let's say you're, you're building out a, like a new campaign video for a client and there's going to be like a widescreen version and a social version. You're going to utilize it in different places. If you do not describe that you're going to be giving them multiple versions of things so they can really use that, that new film or that new piece of video campaign anywhere. If you don't describe that there's a cap on that value, and that's what they're getting. When you then add one or two extra cuts there, you know, one or two extra versions that are really going to help them use it on TikTok or Twitter, they're not going to see that as valuable, right? So perfect point, Christy. That is such a good point. And a lot of people really do not utilize that. They massively over over deliver and never get credit for it, never get thanked for it, never get seen as, wow, that person over delivered. Again, because they never describe where the value ends in the first place. Now, number two is uh, a massive problem we see with people trying to over deliver is they give a client way too much and it ends up paralyzing them. Guys, brand people, if you are a brand photographer or a uh, commercial photographer, filmmaker, whatever you do, you can paralyze a client so easily when you actually think you're over-delivering. Now, here's what this looks like. I am super guilty of this. I used to do this all the time and now I've gone the opposite of this. But when I was younger, I used to go and if a brand was so kind to actually hire me to do anything for them, they'd be like, hey, I see you're going on this trip to New Zealand. We're going to send you with this product. We'd love XX and X. And I'm like, great. And I would say, I can do XX and X for you. I would come back and give them like 150 photos rather than just like the 15 photos that they had asked for that we had contractually agreed on. Number one, that's massively devaluing what I'm doing. Number two, what are they going to do with 150 photos? Where if I'm completely honest, probably like 80% of them were duplicates. Like they're all kind of the same story, right? The same angle, you know, all that stuff. And that's that 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 causes a lot of like paralyzation for a brand because then they have to spend more time going, which one is the best pick? Let's send it around the office and figure out which pick out of this series, these 40 photos from this one location with the same model, with the same product being utilized the same way, which one do we actually want to put online? Where if I just picked the one I knew was best and sent that right off the bat, they wouldn't have to think about it. They would just post it, right? They would just use it. So again, less value is actually more value because it can be more easily utilized, when you massively over-deliver in value, sometimes it actually hurts them because they have to put way more brain power and way more 
you know, thinking into going, what do we actually utilize out of this? Which is not good. You really do not want to do that. Mm -hmm. And then number three is when you don't know how to communicate the value and how it's justified on its price, you start adding more value and that ends up devaluing everything, right? I think about this when we're talking with people and they're structuring wedding packages and they just start thinking like, okay, well, I feel insecure. So like, I normally would just charge like the coverage and the digital delivery for like, $3,000, but, ooh, I don't know what other people are doing. I don't know what other people are including. So I'm just going to add on all this other stuff. I'm going to add on extra images. I'm going to add on, like, Polaroid shots. I'm going to add on iPhone footage. I'm going to add on a day before shoot. They start adding all of these things, and they keep the price the exact same out of insecurity. And what really happens when you do that, you might be thinking, like, oh, no, but look how much I'm giving But when you actually look and break it all down, if you're keeping it at the same price, you're really devaluing your original core offer. And you never, never want to devalue or discount your core offer when it comes to adding more things, right? You add more things and all of a sudden everything gets overwhelming and it's like every individual price point then has to go down if you keep adding more into the package. So stop over packaging your packages. And instead, I would say a great like kind of counter to this is instead of adding more into your package, create multiple series of packages that just continue to go up and up and up in the amount of things, but you have to increase the price as it goes up. So instead of just all packing one core offer with all these extra additional things, just Make it into like a series of three packages and then you can continue to increase the value, which will then reflect in the pricing rather than just adding it to your core offer. Yeah. And or just learn how to not be insecure about the value you're giving and learn how to communicate, right? Because it's like if I am going to do a, you know, let's say I'm going to be doing social media management for a company. If we're doing social media management for a company and all we're supposed to be signing for is content creation and management and distribution for like four posts a week, if I all of a sudden start adding on all this other stuff, it's that's the lazy way to do it. Yeah. The lazy way is just go, oh, I'm just going to keep adding value into it, hoping they say yes, rather than having to actually learn sales and learn how to communicate the value that's already there so you get paid proportionately for what you should be doing. You're getting paid well to do it, right? Yeah. So you want to learn how to communicate the value you have. And again, in this scenario, less is often more when you look at how value can be communicated really well. If you learn how to yes. communicate less value really well, it actually can be perceived as way more valuable than something that's way overvalued with you know actual value, but you don't know how to communicate it, right? Yeah. So not good. Now, the last thing is you do not want to work yourself out of a job. We see this all the time with people. They go, I'm going to shoot your wedding, and because I'm insecure, I'm going to throw on an engagement shoot, and I'm also going to throw on a year anniversary shoot. I'm going to throw on a like 50% off your first baby. Like they throw in so much stuff. And what happens is these are all things that if you just learned how to communicate your value in the first place, you would have probably booked the wedding and they would have probably hired you to do all those other things. Yeah. Right. But because you don't know how to communicate your value, you try and over deliver with all this other stuff and you devalue what your, your core offer, which is the wedding. And you work yourself out of a job six months from now, a year from now on their anniversary. Maybe they book the wedding and then they want to do an engagement shoot with you, like a pre-wedding shoot. And you already, you already, you know, Booked yourself out of not having that job too. So it's important that, again, you learn how to communicate the value. Because if you do not know how to communicate the value, over-delivering never matters. All it does is devalue stuff. Now, 
this is how we need to end this, this podcast. If you know how to communicate the value, over-delivering is great, right? right? Because you can strategically do it in, in, in the form of trying to close a sale. You can strategically do it after the sale has been closed to just really better the client experience and you're going to get you know a great review or you're going to get a ton of referrals, whatever it's going to be. If you do not know how to communicate the value, it's a bad thing over when you over-deliver. If you do know how to communicate the value and it's got a value cap on it, it can be a really, really good thing. Yeah, and look for other ways to over-deliver rather than just more of the same core offer, right? Look for ways of like, how can I actually deliver their photos faster, right? Faster than they anticipated. So instead of waiting two months, they get it in two weeks, right? That's a huge over-deliver. Or maybe they weren't anticipating sneak peeks and you are able to provide that. Or if you're in the brand space, maybe it's just that you went above and beyond and like sent a thank you card afterwards. Like how can you make the experience an over-deliver factor rather than just multiplying your core offer and therefore discounting what you do. Yeah, totally. And great. I think we've said this on the podcast before relating to that, but it's like the best ways to over deliver are by solving an adjacent problem to the, to the core offer, yes. right? The core offer solves a main problem. What's a problem that is adjacent to that? Meaning it's, it's similar, but it's not the exact thing. Or what's a problem that once you solve that main problem, there's always a new problem created. Right. Those are great ways to over-deliver in a way that's going to, again, not devalue what you're currently doing with your core offer. Uh, if you can learn how to do that, you're going to be in great shape. You're going to have really happy clients, really happy customers, and a happy bank account because you're not working yourself out of a job in the future, and you're not massively devaluing the money that you should be making in the moment on that core offer. Yeah, so here's the deal. Less is more. The fewer photos you send a brand, if you're good at what you do, the better it's going to work for the both of you when it comes to value. They will get like 15 amazing individualized stories that are going to work and make it faster for them to choose which ones to actually use and make their life a heck of a lot more easy than sending them an over delivery on what you charged for. So get crystal clear on how your core offer is the exact problem or sorry the exact solution to their problem and don't let insecurity make you add on a bunch of stuff and fluff that they Mm -hmm. don't need so you guys hope this helps figure out how to over deliver in an intelligent way that gets you hired back Mm -hmm. rather than working yourself out of a job and yeah thanks so much for being here you guys hope this was really helpful for you if it was again we know your time is valuable but if you just take two minutes out of your day to leave us a written review five star rating and a written review on apple Podcasts, we would just be so thankful yeah and i actually just did a review on somebody else's podcast that i listened to and yeah you literally just scroll down click the five stars you kind of have to swipe down and then there's a section for the written review you just type something really simple and then just press send it's super easy and add your instagram handle so we can come and just shoot you a quick message and say thank you we'd love to do that anyways guys thank you for being here next week episode is going to be great do not miss it Uh, so make sure you're subscribed to the show a lot of people who listen aren't actually subscribed so click the subscribe button that way you um, like automatically get notified when we drop a new episode so you don't have to think about anymore how good's technology automation and that way you can consistently grow your business on a weekly basis and we will see you next week thanks guys thank you so much for joining us today we were so happy to have you here and do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.